0: you know, a week after this event, I was looking at my bank account. I was like minus $3,000 or whatever it was in my bank account. I had another payment of $2,500 coming up in a couple of months. I just went into a full meltdown. Like I was crying. I was stressed. I couldn't get out of bed. I was like whining to my girlfriend. I was like, Oh, I don't know how I'm going to do this. And like, it was just three weeks of complete pain and torment.
1: Follow me on my journey as I speak with top entrepreneurs to learn the strategies they are using to build their movements and grow their businesses. I'm your host, Susan Leonardson, and this is Amplify Your Impact. Hey everyone, welcome to Amplify Your Impact. I'm so excited to be announcing that the success of this podcast has been so amazing and I've had so many people wanting to come and be on the show that I actually continuing to do just one episode a week was not going to work anymore because I was scheduling episodes already into December guys, because I've had so many interviews, um, already recorded and they're just waiting to be published. So I've actually decided to go ahead and start publishing two episodes a week. However, to get us started today, I am launching a two-part episode with Jamie Atkinson. I'm so excited because he goes through um, his story of how he went through super struggling with his business and financially and just things were not clicking and it was a big struggle for him. And he was able to turn things around within less than a year, guys. And I was able to go on part of this journey with him as I was, was launching my podcast. I was in his beta program, both, both beta programs that he was doing to turn his business around. So I saw firsthand of what he did. And I wanted to bring him on here to let him tell it to you so you can see what can happen in such a short amount of time if you just focus on one thing, one thing at a time. And if you do the strategies that you're learning on this podcast, and if you have a coach, listen to your coach, just focus on the one thing that they're telling you to do and go do it. And big things can happen and doors can start opening. And it is incredible. So on this episode, I have Jamie. He's going to share his origin story with us and start to talk about some of the strategy he started to put into place, um, towards the end of this episode, then make sure you listen to part two because that's where he gets into the good stuff. So please listen to this one. So you understand where he's coming from, then go listen to part two. And that's where you're really going to get some actionable steps you can do, um, for your business to get more clients, get more exposure, build a bigger community, all of the things Um, get more money really is what we all need, right? So um, I hope you enjoy this two-part episode and look forward to from now on two episodes per week on Tuesdays and Thursdays. This is going to just go right into my conversation with Jamie. So I hope you enjoy. Hey Jamie, thanks for talking with me today.
0: Hey Susan, I'm so excited to get on. You know what? I haven't been doing any podcast interviews for the last week and a half. And that's super weird because I usually do like two interviews with other people throughout the week. So it feels super weird. I'm like back in front of the microphone again. And I'm so excited <laughs> to be on this call with you today. And I cannot wait to get started on this episode.
1: Well, I feel honored to be breaking you back into your <laughs> cycle of <laughs> <laughs> interviews. <laughs> so um, you have been a big part of me getting this podcast launched. So I really wanted to get you onto the show early so that uh, people can get to know you. I've been getting a lot of people coming to me and asking like, oh my gosh, who has been mentoring you or coaching you? How did you do? Like, how did you have such a big launch? And you know, like your name is always there. It's like, well, Jamie, help me with this. And and most people know who you are that I'm talking to, but some don't. And so I wanted to get you on here so that I can just be like, you know what? Go check out episode number, whatever I make this one. Much easier. You'd be like, hey,
0: let's explain this 19 times now. So just go listen to this episode instead, right?
1: <laughs> exactly. So, so we're going to talk, I mean, because what you helped me with is what you did, kind of on your own you didn't do it in the exact same way but you've been the purpose behind your podcast is the purpose behind mine um for our own businesses so i wanted to to let people know kind of let them in on the secret of what we're doing with it <laughs> um but first i want people to to get to know who you are and like where you came from in your journey so can you give a little bit of a of a background story of of where you started you didn't you weren't always an entrepreneur um, it, like technically, <laughs> um, but you are now, so how what, what did what was the beginning, and how did it get you to where you're at right now
0: yeah, I mean, it was a super crazy story because like out of out of the gate, ever since college, ever since school, ever since I was a kid, I was always like, you know what i I want to have my own business. And I always kind of said that to myself, but I never actually did anything about it. And like, it's super funny to look back because I was always like, Oh, when I was a kid, I was the, the, you know, I had my Pokemon cards on, like a stand in front of my parents' pub, trying to sell them to people as they walk past And That was kind of always in my mind, but I never really did anything about it. And when when I left school, you know, I didn't go to college or university in the UK. We leave school at 16 and a lot of people go to college and, and they study, um, you know, whatever it is they want to study. And I I decided I was going to study business. And then pretty soon after that, I decided, man, like this studying business isn't going to work out for me. And he ended up just going and getting a full-time job. And, And that was kind of the first time that I ever... Um, got excited about the idea of speaking to people. And you know, now when you look at me and and everything that we do, you'll notice that my big passion is around people and I love people. And um, when I first started out in that job, you know, I was earning like $5 an hour, I was doing the marketing, I was doing all of these different things, but I absolutely loved just speaking to people. And you know, I ended up working full-time in that job and and it, it was good because it was a lot of fun, but I didn't really make a lot of money. And eventually when I was like 19, I decided to move out from my parents' place And actually, I think I was 17. And when I moved out, I realized that I needed more money coming in to be able to live, right? I was earning like 800 bucks a month and I couldn't, I was just about paying uh, for the housing and food and stuff. I think I had like 40 bucks left over to pay for food. And I was like, man, I really need to get like a real job, you know? So I ended up moving and working for a different company. Um, It was actually a sofa company. And I started selling sofas for a living. And, you know, that was kind of fun because. Um, You know, I got to sit on sofas and chat to people for a living. And (laughs) that was kind of how I rolled, you know, sitting there on a recliner. But it was the first time that I ever got really introduced into the world of sales. And and really, I, I loved it. And I took to it very, very quickly. And what happened was, you know, in the first year, I came in as a as a kind of a nineteen year old kid in, in this um, in this company and furniture sales is primarily like an old man's game. Like everybody that does well is usually in their 40s or 50s. Cause when you go and buy furniture, you know, you don't want to get advice on buying a sofa from a kid that's like probably living in his parents basement. You want to go and get experience from someone who's got that life experience. So nobody really expected me to kind of come in and do anything, but you know, very quickly I ended up becoming the top salesman in the store. And then they put me into management and, um, at 19 and 20, I was doing sales coaching for, you know, people who'd been in sales for 20 or 30 years as a new guy on the block. And that was really challenging. You know, I had a lot of situations where, you know, people who were older than me didn't respect me. And I had a lot of, um, Personal challenges to overcome in in that kind of experience, and it was hard you know I got you know constantly into arguments with people because they didn 't want to listen. There was a lot of negativity around that, and the first six months were really tough and i hadn 't really told anybody about that, but I would come home and I would be you know feeling like downtrodden kind of defeated and Constantly having to pick myself back up. And uh, eventually, what happened is, you know, if I fast forward four or five years, I I continued to grow in the company, but I was such a career addict. I was, you know, if somebody said jump, I would say how high. And I gave absolutely everything to growing my career inside of that company. And eventually, what happened was I kind of decided, you know what, uh, I got to. I was traveling and, and I was going to all of these uh, stores that were hours and hours away from where I lived. And I finally made a decision. I was like, you know what? Like I'm doing so much for this company and I, I always give up my holidays. I never take what I'm owed. I'm just going to go away. I'm going to go on a trip. And I decided in the space of about 10 days, I got this idea that I was going to go away on holiday. I booked the flights. I, I went on this trip. I flew, to, um, I flew to Berlin. I then went across from Berlin up to Prague and I was in Prague for a day. And then somebody who I'd met in Berlin was like, Jamie, you need to come down to see Oktoberfest down here. I was like, okay. And I, I rerouted and I got this train down to the bottom and I went and I had this most amazing experience in the space of this 10 day period. And then I was back sat at my desk in the same spot. And I was like, wow, did that just happen? That was crazy. And everybody was speaking to me in the office and one lady came up to me and she said, wow, like I bet you can't wait until next year when you can do that again. And it hit me as like, I don't want to wait another year until I can go away on a holiday. Like this is something that I want to do. And that was the first time that I ever entertained the idea of, well, maybe I could find a way to make money online. And I went to Google and I typed it in. I was like, how to make money while traveling. And that became my new kind of focus. But it wasn't until a year later until I really started to make that happen.
1: What did you find when you started looking for, because I think that there's probably a lot of people that are in that same situation where Maybe they aren't wanting to travel the world like you do, but, you know, just be home with their family, with their kids, or, you know, be able to take a vacation whenever they want to. Um, So what kind of things did you start to find out there?
0: It's funny because, like, I ended up, you know, long story short, and if you guys want to hear about my origin story about, like, how... um, the reason I left my job in the end, then you guys can definitely check that out on the podcast because I don't want to go over covered ground because I think there's a lot of value we can give in this episode. But long story short, I ended up leaving my job and the first thing I did was blogging and then I went and I did a freelance writing and then after a while I decided that I was going to try and help people with a course. So I did an Instagram course and then I did a Pinterest course about how you can get traffic to a blog. Somebody saw that course and was like, wow, Jamie, I, I love that, but I don't have time to go through the course. Can, do you know anybody that can just do it for me? And then, I, and then I was like, oh, I could just do it for you. And that was my first agency client. And then I created this kind of Pinterest agency. But as I was going through this process, Susan, what I was doing was kind of trying different things, learning, building up my skill set. And for a lot of that time, I was really like trying to figure out like, what's this thing that I want to do? And, you know, I, I got into a really rough place. You know, I, was, I ended up traveling. I'd been traveling for about a year and a half. And then January of this year, we were in Thailand. I was on about my sixth or seventh business. You know, all of them, they hadn't always failed catastrophically, but they just kind of petered out. And we were looking at my bank balance and it was getting really low. And I didn't have a business that I was happy with. You know, I was trying to sell Facebook ads at the time because everybody else was doing that. And I was just really stuck, you know, and and my girlfriend was seeing how much we were trying to hustle and trying to figure it out. And I was on these calls with like dentists and chiropractors and I was just really hating life in general. Like I was, I was hating to get on these calls. It felt very negative. And we made a decision and we said to ourselves, okay, well, we need to make a change. So we, we kind of went all in, we booked a flight to the US, we decided to, you know, I was going to face my fear and I was going to go and figure out what I needed to do to create this amazing business. And we bought a ticket to Funnel Hacking Live. We spent probably the best part of four or $5,000 flying there from Thailand with the hotel and the ticket costs and everything. And when I was at Funnel Hacking Live, I was like, near broke. I think I had like my last $1,500 in my bank account. Um, I didn't have any paying clients at the time. I had one client who paid me three months prior and then still you know, I, I, I'd not got her any results. So I was like, well, don't pay me for this month and don't pay me for this month. So, you know, we were three months in and it wasn't working. And I just went to that event and I was like, man, I've really just got to figure it out. And on that first day, I remember going in and listening to one of the very first speeches. And it was a guy called Nicholas Biley. And, and the, that speech is going to stay with me forever because one of the big things he talked about was how on stage he was telling us that your mess becomes your message. When you have, something crazy that's happened in your life, a terrible thing, or you've got over something, whatever that kind of messed up craziness is, that is what you becomes your message. It becomes the thing that you talk about all the time. And that's actually actually what helps people to connect with you. And what I'd realized was that whole six months prior, you know, when I'd had a little bit of success, I'd started to talk about that success. But then when it failed, like almost straight away afterwards, I didn't tell anybody, you know, I didn't want to admit that I would failed. And I didn't want to admit that it wasn't working out, you know, because all my friends back home would be like, Oh, Jamie, like, you know, how's things going? It looks like you're killing it. Like, and they would make fun of me saying like, Oh, you'll be back. You'll be back. You'll be back with us one day. And, what I realized is coming out of that speech, I, I realized that I'd been lying to everybody and lying to myself. I hadn't been truthful. I hadn't been honest. I hadn't been telling people, Hey, look, this is exactly where I'm at. So I came out of that conference and I started telling people like when people are like, Hey, what do you do? I'm like, well, I don't really know my business is in the toilet. I've had a client who hasn't paid me. So I'm here to just figure it out, but I'm just super open to everything. But you know, this is me that i 'm jamie like how 's it going and I started to really open up to people and what I saw was this kind of dramatic transformation even just in those couple of days where I started to be really open with people I started to be really honest with people and telling them about my failures and telling them about my challenges and the struggles I was facing and what happened was amazing like people started to really connect with me they opened up there was people that were like becoming my like really good friends, like close friends in such a short space of time. And, you know, by the end of the week at that conference, I kind of made a decision. I said to myself, look, I need to figure out how I can stay connected with these people. These people are giving me energy. I've been feeling kind of like depressed while I was traveling because I wasn't connecting with people. I didn't have friends. We were considering moving back home just so we could have that base of people around us to support us. And I was like, I need to be around these people. These people, these entrepreneurs, they are feeding my soul. Like this is what I need. So I made this ginormous decision to go all in and I, and I signed up for this $30,000 coaching program, $2,500 a month. Like I said, I had like $1,500 in my bank account. So it was a super nervous decision. And then I ended up going for it. And what was crazy is they, they got all of us to come and stand up on stage to say like, hey, you signed up for this program. And as I walked up on stage, there was people that I'd met all throughout the conference and they were shouting my name and they were saying, woo, Jamie, like you've done this, like you're doing it. And it was, and I was super emotional. I started crying on stage because I could see all of these people that knew the real me. They, they knew the me that was real in my heart. And they were there and they were supporting me and they were connected with me. And that was a huge moment for me because in that moment I realized like, when you're true to yourself and when you just put your message out there, the people who are going to give you the most impact in your life will start to reach out and start to connect with you. And, Gets me emotional just thinking about it because we, if I hadn't decided that I was going to be honest with these people, that moment wouldn't have happened. I wouldn't have been brave enough to do that. And what's happened since then has been absolutely transforming in my life. You know, I I, I started that program, and it's kind of funny because I was all fired up from the conference, and then I got home, and then the first thing that happened was my client. Called me up and said, Hey, Jamie, you know, we haven't had results, so I would like a refund. And I had to pay her back $2,000. So, you know, three days, you know, a week after this event, I was looking at my bank account. I was like, minus. Uh, $3,000 or whatever it was in my bank account. I had another payment of $2,500 coming up in a couple of months. and I just went into a full meltdown. Like I was crying. I was stressed. I couldn't get out of bed. I was like whining to my girlfriend. I was like, Oh, I don't know how I'm going to do this. And like, it was just three weeks of complete pain and torment. But I put myself in that position because I knew I'd been playing it safe. And I knew if I put myself in that pain, I would have to figure it out. Like it was either that or I died and I wasn't going to die and I wasn't going to go broke. So I had to figure it out. There was no choice. And I put my back against the wall. And one of the big decisions I made was that after this conference, I was going to start just sending my message out there. I was going to just start connecting with people. And that's where the entrepreneur junkie movement was born. I was just like, I'm just going to document this process. I told people like my first episode was like, Hey, this is, this is the thing I've decided to do. So I guess I'll document it. And I guess I'll talk to you about it. And it's kind of funny because as people have been listening to my podcast, they've literally been watching everything unfold. They've seen this idea. They saw that I was really struggling. They saw the episodes where you know you can go back and you can listen to like episode number nine, where I'm literally in that pain point. I'm in that turmoil on the call, and you can hear it in my voice. Like you can hear it. Like oh my god, this guy is like struggling. He's got no money. He can't figure it out. And then you go 10 episodes in the future and it's like, Hey guys, like I think I just got my million dollar idea and it was the podcast company idea. And then you go another 10 episodes and it's like, Hey, people are getting excited about this. We're going to launch something. And then it's like, hey, we just launched this thing. And then it's like, hey, we just made $12,000. And it's like, and it's this progression. And as people have been following along, I think what's really kind of inspiring about this, Susan, and what I really love about podcasting and why I'm, I'm so excited about everybody else that I work with and getting your podcasters out there is that the truth is like, when you do anything in business, a lot of people think you have to be an expert, but the reality is that people just really want to know how to take the next couple of steps and what I've been able to create through this podcast. And, and, you know, because you came through the program, like when I had the sales page and when I guys told when I told you guys about the offer, I didn't say like, hey, I'm an expert. I'm a podcast expert. I just said, hey, guys, I've been doing this thing for a couple of months I'm not really an expert. I don't really know how to do it, but this is what I've done and I've had some success with that. But I would really like to now tell you guys like all the mistakes I made along the way and help you to get there a lot faster. And I think because of the fact that I was just a couple of steps ahead, that made it so much more appealing to people because they were like, wow, if he's been able to do that, then I can do that as well. And they saw all of the challenges and they saw all of that pain. And and that was really inspiring for me to realize like, wow, I don't need to be an expert and I don't need to lie to people. I can be super honest with people and tell them exactly where I'm at and people will still want to learn what I can share with them. And And it's been a crazy road and a crazy journey, but that's kind of like the evolution of where things have come from.
1: As someone that did go through your program, that's definitely what happened is that I had been watching you for probably since maybe I would say timeline wise, maybe a month after you, uh, got back from funnel hacking live. Like you, I watched you launch your podcast. I watched you doing all your posts about like, this is the success we're having. And I was just watching and I was like, Oh, that's awesome that he's able to do that. But I'm never going to be able to do that. But then I kept watching you and I kept seeing what you were doing. And then when it was, it was time for you to like, you, you actually, so this is what I was wanting to talk to you about today is you used this, technique of bringing people into your circle before um, actually selling them what you were wanting to do. So I, I was that person watching from a distance until you did your content uh, course, your little mini, your free mini course in a Facebook group. I think that was the beginning of things for you, right? Of like, of, of things falling into place. And, um, so I was like, oh, I want to do content. I know I need to be putting content out there, but I've always had that struggle of like, well, I don't know what to put out there. And so that's what brought me in. So I really was intrigued with the method that you used of a free mini course and then bringing people into a Facebook group. And then from there you were like, well, this is how I can continue helping you (laughs) because I had no interest in doing a con uh, in doing a podcast (laughs) until I was like oh, he's going to teach me how to do a podcast. <laughs> I should just do it. <laughs> right? And, and, and so. it's so
0: funny that you say that because there really is, like a lot of people look at what's going on and they might look at, oh, well, he just put people into a Facebook group and he just taught this kind of mini course. But a lot of people don't realize, but there is a really big strategy behind that. And what's cool about this is that this method, I mean, when we did this, we and, and it doesn't take long, we did a seven-day launch. And I don't know if you realized it was that quick, Susan, but all of that from like, me announcing it to you coming in and me teaching it to us, like opening the program, I think it happened over like seven to 10 days. So a super short space of time, but we were able to bring like 200 people into a Facebook group. We were, I mean, and how good is that Facebook group? It's awesome, right? There's so many engaged people like, and, and I think it was because we started it off by giving value. And what was really cool about this is that we, we followed a framework and a strategy that has been taught by people like Brendan Bouchard and Steve Larson went through this program and, and he did the same thing with his launch. And what we did was we just took what was already working and then we applied it to our industry. And when we did that launch, like we, we generated $12,410, I think, from that launch. And that was a beta program. That I hadn't done any work on. I hadn't created the program. That I think I'd outlined what I wanted it to be, and I'd created a sales page. But we actually created the program live with you guys, as I coached you through every week on the steps that to take. And you know, the back end has been amazing, right? Like we had like nine or ten podcasts that launched. Like most of you guys got into like the top two hundred, which is super amazing and like new and noteworthy, and all of these kind of crazy accolades. And your podcast is blowing up now, which is super fun to watch and. I'm super proud, by the way, really, really yeah. impressed with how far you've come and everything you're doing. And, and I think you're crushing it. And I'm just super, super proud that I was able to help you even just come up with this idea of, of like taking that first step. But what was cool about this is that, that, that this um, launch method is, isn't is just like something that we stumbled across. It's an actual framework that we followed. And you know I was able to do it with my launch. I taught it to one of my students. So Brendan, who came through the program with you, we we went through the same framework with him and he launched his program. And I sold my program at 997 with a couple of upsells. He sold his at 497 and he sold all 10 of his slots for he got uh, $5,000 worth of revenue in. So this is a, a real framework guys that, that will work. And it's just a case of following the steps and understanding how to do it.
1: Hey everyone, thank you for listening to this episode. Remember that this is a two part episode So immediately go listen to the next episode where Jamie goes into now the strategy, the framework that he was talking about uh, and gives you all of the things that you need to know. He breaks it down step by step. It's amazing. And if you're loving what you're hearing, please subscribe and leave a review to help others like you discover this show. And I would so appreciate that. See you on the next episode.